Welcome to Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Business Development Coach and Mentor, and each week I'll be bringing an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating a living life full of energy, action, impact, and happiness. I want to share with you a bit more around mental health today. Some of it's repeated, but as we know, repetition is the mother of all learning, which I keep saying recently, but it's true. And we need to start to destigmatize mental health. So I don't believe we're doing it enough. And people who have a voice and people who have confidence and people that have the platforms of their influencer, I think have a little bit of a responsibility to raise the profile on destigmatizing mental health. And that's that key word for me at the moment. So over the weekend, I was watching the documentaries around Caroline Flack and the one with Roman Kemp, where he shared about his friend Joe, the producer, who um, took his life last year. And as we know, back in um, last year, this time, Caroline Flack took her life as well. It was just after Valentine's, I think. I remember that. And it is about the fact that we still hold a stigma to mental health. That's my view. Um, And when I say stigma, that means that we have a negative way of looking at it. We have a opinion of negativity in our attitude towards people that have mental health um, at times, and therefore sometimes our beliefs around that as well on that person. And and that's wrong. That's quite serious. And we need to adapt the way we look at it and change the perspective. So we all have mental health, right? That's absolutely for everybody. Um, And we all have different points of a good mental health, I think. So often we hear this word that people are struggling, um, opposed to actually what we should be doing, which is thriving and reaching our full potential. So we need to shift and start talking about how do we prevent it? How do we get people to get help? How do we embrace the fact that we should stop judging people, we should stop comparing ourselves, and we should stop expecting too much of ourselves at times and there's a real difference and balance between really striving for something and going for your best and setting high goals compared to mental health and the two are very separate so I don't think you can draw um, an alignment almost from them when you're talking about somebody that's in a place of bad mental health because somebody who's in a place of bad mental health just has what we call tunnel vision so I volunteer for shout I have done for the last 18 months And I guess what was really interesting is that I seem to think I talk about it the whole time. And I seem to think, God, people must be bored of me talking about it. Yes, we know you work for, um, you know, you're a volunteer for Shout. But then sometimes I talk to people that I think would know, and they've got no idea. And I think, wow, like I really need to talk about it more. I need to raise it more in platforms and what I I do. So, um, because it's so important, and I'm so passionate about this, that it is, and I know that where I'm really confident is one of my strengths. I, you know, I'm confident to have a voice. I'm confident for people to judge me if they want to and let it go. And I'm, I'm resilient. Um, you know, of course, I've got feelings and I will take some things personally. Or I guess at times what I tend to do is someone might cast a view or an opinion or a judgment and I would be quite annoyed or I would be disappointed or upset. But I, I tend to have a resilience where I can change a perspective and get a bit of reality to a situation at times so I'll I'll kind of learn to I've learned to let things go and I've learned to change it into a positive or see a different way that works for me in terms of getting through so I don't let it hold me back because I really have this opinion that life is a gift and 
that this isn't about being OTT positive, but life is, and we could have it taken away from us any moment in time. I could have my whole world changed within the next five minutes, just with something happening to somebody that I absolutely adore and love in my life. So um, adore and love in the same word, right? So um, that could happen. So I, I changed to, you know, and it's again, it's, it's something that you have to practice. It's not just that you can suddenly have gratitude for things. I think you have to have a real attitude of gratitude comes in embracing the way you want to look at life and changing your perspective. But then you have to live and breathe that every day. You know, you have to be grateful for the little things. And it isn't about the basics of writing three things down that you're grateful for every day. I, I started that a long, long time ago. And now I just have a different outlook and look at things and think, you know, I'm lucky that I've got a hot water show. I'm lucky that I can be warm every day. I'm lucky that I wake up and I've got energy to enjoy the day and to to get up within half an hour and be in and out my out of the out of home and doing what I need to do within that short space of time because nothing, you know, in my health or um the way I am is is holding me back at the moment. So I'm not you know, I'm, I don't have a disability or anything that would make it take longer to get out. So I'm really grateful for the fact that I have my health and I have the mindset that I have and the drive that I have. And you can't just say you're going to do that overnight and change it like anything. You know, you've got to change your thoughts. You have to that changes your feelings. And then that changes the output, which is your actions. What causes mental health is, you know, I've done a lot of research through my interest with Shout and, um, you know, there's there's an array of different things. It isn't just that people are born um, with a deficiency. It's not what that's about. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily genes. Um, there's, you know, there's some saying that there might be areas in that. I think the important part is to actually look at, when you look at the Mental Health Foundation site, it shares about the right, the impact is the wide range of social, economic, financial, uh, family and emotional factors um, that interact with our biology. So there's so many uh, potentials out there of things that can actually impact our mental health. I know environment can be a big one for me in terms of how I feel about things and and the people I'm surrounding myself with is an absolutely huge thing about how I feel about life. And, you know, if you, it's like anything, isn't it? If you look into lose weight, but you hang around with people that just eat crap or, um, you know, you're going to, or people that don't gym and things, like you're not going to be in an attitude to want to do that. It's just natural because you get used to being around those people. If you're around people that have energy, that are inspiring, aspiring, that, uh, that dream big, that get out there, that push you to come out of your comfort zone, you're, you're going to naturally follow suit and do that as well. So uh, an environment is a big thing. And I was trying to think back to the first time when I was watching these over the weekend. Um, and I was watching like Caroline, they took her took it back to when she was young and the upbringing that she had in terms of what she liked, how she was with relationships, how she was with her relationship with herself, uh, which is obviously one of the most important relationships we can have is the one we have with ourselves. And she said about you know, that she often got very attached and I guess emotionally involved with guys um, and she had an obsession with social media. And again, that goes back to this environment thing, isn't it? How we create um, our lives and what we allow to impact us and allow to be um, the viewpoint that we have and the window of the way that we see each day. And and social media plays a big, big part in that. Exactly going back to like that, the um, comparison around food. Like if you're going to surround yourself with people on Instagram that are just all doled up every day and 
you know, stick thing because they look, you know, they've been to the gym every day and they look perfect, you're going to pull yourself down. So you have to change that. And they were sharing lots around with the Roman Kemp around the impact that it has on others when somebody takes their life. And I, I got into shout because my own story was that I went through a period of time a couple of years ago now when um, I remember actually it was, it was as, it seemed really insignificant, but I had some time off work because so I was poorly. And I had an extra day off. And this sounds so insignificant, but I didn't ever have time off of work. And then the fact that I had that extra day, because I was like, I just don't want to go back here. I was a bit like, that's really weird. Like, I wouldn't ever have had that outlook in life. Of work. I love what I do. Um, and I wouldn't, or at the time I was doing something different to coaching, but I wouldn't have wanted to not be at work. So I couldn't work out what it was. And I didn't really go into it much in thinking about it. And then a couple of weeks later, I was driving into work and I just felt so flat and I was absolutely in floods of tears the whole way to work. And I remember just thinking, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I don't want to go in. I just don't. And I sat there numb at work when I got in and everybody it's like I look back at it now and it's like everybody was talking at me and it was like I was a shell and I was looking at my body and sitting there and I was like, come on, come on. But there was just nothing coming through. So I can only describe that as numb. And I was just really upset. And I rang my best mate or I texted my best mate and just said, I don't know what to do. Like I've driven to work and I'm just in floods of tears and I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. And and she was like, nah, like you just, you need to, and I, there must've been some things maybe in how we were talking the weeks before, I don't know, or maybe I shared that example of the work thing with her. And she was like, you just need some time off you need to go to the doctors and see what they can do to help you. Um, and it wasn't even a debate. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. And I literally put the phone down and rang the doctors and got an appointment. And oh no, I advised what they thought. And they said, we need to come and see you in a couple of days, but I suggest that you have some time off. Um, so this was a Monday actually. And then they said, come and see us on a Friday, but we suggest you have some time off this week. Um, and I was like, okay. So I, I went home, I said, I had a migraine and went home and, uh, I guess the hard part was my parents were like, we don't, we don't know how to help you. This is, we love you. This is, this isn't for us to help. Uh, we don't know what to do. You can't leave work. You can't, you know, all of us have a mortgage to pay and everything. So they were freaking out from that perspective. And yeah, I was just, I just didn't know what to do. And um, I guess I was tunnel visioned. I couldn't see outside of it. I had no energy or uh, motivation for anything again, which wasn't me. And um, I just felt tired. Like, I felt, like nothing was going to bring me any joy or or any I don't want to say about happiness but it was almost like I wasn't going to, I was just not feeling happy and I went to the doctors and um I sat opposite her again and I just apps and I knew this I could see myself when I walked into the room and I was just like I just burst into tears and I said I don't know what's wrong with me and um uh she said you know, she was very compassionate and she just said, look, you need some time off. Um, I'm going to put it down as uh, just exhaustion. Um, you know, because sometimes I think we can use, I hear burnout banded around a lot. Um, and I think sometimes people just not use it, but they'll, they'll attach that label to it that, oh, you're, you're just tired, you just need some time off. And I don't know, like she just said I was absolutely exhausted and I was, I was shattered um I was mentally drained and 
I think I'd had a lot of change going on for work. I wasn't working long hours, but I'd had a year of a lot of change happening and and seeing some people go through change. And I was part of um, <laughs> I was part of the facilitating that change. And um, that was a hard gig to see people go through a tough time. Um, and that was my job. That's what I was paid to do. So I did it. Um, and I, I guess. I didn't believe in it probably and that's probably what I found hard because then that was against my values um and that's that I love what I do and I believe in things and and when I work that in anything that isn't aligned to my values I really really struggle so I guess on a reflection back it was I was being not forced but I was having to do something that I didn't believe in and I found that really hard and seeing people off the back of that going through a tough time um and struggling um was really hard so that process of change and then I had a shift in people that um, I was working with and and again I got some feedback at the time which was you know I look back and think you know it was absolutely fair feedback but I really struggled with that at the time and um I, yeah it just kind of turned me the other way like very much in, into myself and I just didn't want to talk to people um and so yeah I had some time off and it was the best time ever I, it was only a few weeks and that's what I'm saying like it wasn't a be all and end all but it was enough for me to know that again I think uh, I, I used to look back and think oh that would never be me I'd never have time off and I'm really strong um and then I look back and think but it's the best I'd never regret that now I needed that time out and the best part of it was that uh, a good few months later um I started thinking about I wanted to help others and give back and volunteer in some way so I looked into Prince's Trust, I was going to get interviewed to work with them, um, and then Shout just came about. I, so I remember seeing William and Kate talking about Shout because their Royal um, Foundation Trust was giving some money um, towards the um, towards the service. So Shout is a crisis service, and we are like Samaritans, we are like Mind. Um, we've got about 2,000 volunteers, and what happens is you go through a process where you're trained, so it's a good, it's an intense six-week process to get you trained and oh my goodness like what you learn is phenomenal and uh yeah then I guess three months later I was trained um because uh, I, you know it took a while to work out what I needed to do and then apply get references all of that jazz um and pass everything and yeah then I was on the platform and I've been volunteering for the last 18 months and I give two to four hours I can, to be honest you can do 24 7 so I tend to do late shifts because I get through um more conversations so i can help more people i can do because i'm level seven now i can do up to five people at a time uh which i find manageable i can I, you know i know what to do and like anything the more you do it the the easier it gets right so um i can do that i i can not add emotion to it um which you have to do um and you have to be empathetic and you have to be uh, a good listener and a good communicator and you have to go through the you know what we're trained to do the process um sort of certain ways of working with somebody I, I went into it also because I like I said I used to think that suicide was selfish um and I didn't like the fact that I saw that I used to think why would somebody do that and impact others um and I really really struggled with the fact that I looked at it like that and I just wanted to know how I could really help people to change their perspectives on mental health and see that you can you know come out of these struggles and you can come through this and I think that's the thing about really like I said emphasizing how do we prevent this how do we prevent suicide being the only option for somebody because suicide isn't temporary the problem is temporary and people can help people get through the problems people just need to know where to reach out
and what they need help with. I guess some of the key themes that came through watching over the weekend for me of those two documentaries was about the, the burden they feel that they're going to give others just by sharing how they feel in the mental health moments they're going through in life. And the irony is for me is that if you take your life, the burden you have is 10 times anything of just sharing how you're feeling and us being and people being able to help you. Um, and, and there are people to listen. Interestingly, they shared on the Roman Kent one that three quarters of the suicides are, are men and in the minds of men and they are less likely to seek help and they have a tunnel vision that's again this key thing that's coming through it's like this fog around and you cannot see anything clearly that's why when people say you know like sometimes they need proper help like and I mean proper help in terms of you know going on medication and going to the doctor and seeking professional help um and there isn't any shame you should have in that that's really important I think it's actually more strength that you do do that and then other people will need the help of somebody just listening. At Shout, um, and you can see these figures online, there we help people um, in that moment in time, and 86% say that it was helpful for them by reaching out. 55% said they didn't have anybody else to speak to, 55%. And 38% say that they haven't asked for help anywhere elsewhere. Um, so it shows the importance of what we do here. And again, like I said, suicide is preventable. At the moment, mental health is still a choice for schools and businesses. Um, most businesses you see are doing a programme around wellbeing and seeing its importance. I see it that you don't have an option but to do it in business. And I think if you don't, you don't put the welfare of your colleagues and the people that you work with at the forefront of everything you do. And as much as I've said before, you know, business is about relationships. So wellbeing for me, I, I just don't understand why you wouldn't do that. And why you wouldn't want to understand and help people more and be kind and, and lead teams or lead people or lead yourself in a world where you care about those things. I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to do that. Um, but we need to be able to listen more. We need to be able to stop saying stuff like be kind. We do need focus days, of course, to raise awareness and to educate people more. We do have to do that, but we have to live and breathe this and we have to have people that are using the right platforms in the right way to get the message across that um, talking about your mental health is okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to say you're okay and I am okay. You know, there isn't, people go, yeah, I'm fine. They might be fine. It's just that check-in. I do a lot of um, reading into around empathy and there's you know emotional and cognitive empathy and really really interesting and and it's more about how you know there's an empathy that you get so how somebody feels and I very much feel this that when you work with people and you shift see a shift in their behavior right down to you might have asked them or say good morning and they don't respond back to you there may be something in that there may not be of course but just go and check in there may be a reason that somebody just hasn't got back to you but go and check in just go and just ask them and just say, I'm just, hey, buzz me back, you know. Um, and I do that to some friends and they reply, and I'm so, I'm so busy. And I'm like, mm, okay. And I'll just jump on the phone with them. Interestingly, I did um, a coaching course the other week on a CPD day, uh, which is continual um, professional development, which I focus on in terms of my development. And it was around neuroscience and coaching. And that in there shared about um, kind of the way we, 
have to have a to have a healthy mind you have to have six elements one of the elements was playing connection social connection and uh, I came away from that thinking oh my goodness like, I still don't have enough downtime I, I work with my clients on how do you have downtime and where do you have it and for me myself I'm absolutely rubbish at it um, I definitely need to uh, uh, walk the walk on that one more uh, I found it hard to switch off and do downtime um, and I I, I had an action coming out of it that I was going to deliberately and consciously intentionally planning time throughout the week and just ring people so some of my car journeys might you know to and from places I'll just you know I might listen to a podcast or to music points and now I just ring friends you know I'll, I'll speak we said that with one friend every week I was like let's make sure we call each other every single week and both do that and um, because they make a difference the most common issues that occur in the conversations that we have a shout is Around like 34% is suicide, 34% depression, again, high for anxiety and really high for relationships in terms of conversations as well and um, the, you know, what people are going through. And they share a lot around loneliness and self-harm too. Um, But, you know, suicide, that's a staggering figure, isn't it? 34% talking through that. So checking in with someone is just key. Let's normalise chatting about how you feel. And it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to be okay. Um, there is people out there for help. You've got your GP. That's often the biggest resource that you can use or, you know, support instantly. Um, reach out to Shout at Samaritan. Shout is 85258. You literally text Shout to 85258. Um, and then someone will be there. Um, we try and get all conversations with under like three minutes. But sometimes it's five. Sometimes it's higher, unfortunately. Um, obviously, as you can imagine, in the evenings, it's really high. Um, so yeah, we we try and get on board with people as quick as problems, and we uh, as quick as possible, and we prioritise dependent on an algorithm on a, a message as well with what someone might have shared. Um, it isn't a robot service; we are real people there, um, so just just be patient as well, and rethink mental health. We need to change a perspective, and that's where I bring in the back the this fact that we need to destigmatise that you know we have to. Uh, be strong and everything we've just got to start talking about it more and um, we've got to be open-minded talk to somebody you trust um, that's really important and be kind um, and I think that just me sharing this if I could tell one person well that's a huge win for me that's all I really worry about is just helping somebody if I helped someone just know that today they're going to actually reach out and just share with someone and they feel a bit rubbish or they feel a bit flat even if they message me then that's I've, I've impacted someone in that day and made a, a change to the way they see their day in their life and that for me and um, that's where I sometimes think it can feel a bit um selfish is a wrong word but I think like how can I take so much from something where I'm helping some people that want to take their life but why can't I say it's fulfilling that I'm helping people in that way um I'm doing something that's making a change to maybe not even their lives to all the other people around them as well they just don't know it so that's all I want to do is help people um and that's what I want to be known for and that's what I'd want my legacy for so that's my share today um I want to keep raising awareness I want to keep talking about it I want to destigmatize it because I think we're going up and down in the world where one minute we talk about things and the next we won't and you know let's not oh, abuse is the wrong word but look let's not just get let's work for it in the right way with things don't get to thinking that we've got something you know it's not you've got something wrong with you either if you feel a bit anxious just it might not be the high levels of anxiety because you've got certain thoughts or feelings just break it down and talk to somebody and um change the way you see it 
But that's the biggest thing is getting out there, is being empathetic and being kind. And probably the one skill you could really work on is listening. Like we've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen more than we talk. So I think if you go and take action, do one thing that's different today is go and just watch yourself in a day. Observe what you do. I'm not saying go and change it straight away, but just watch how much do you jump in on everything that's everybody said versus just actually just listen and become aware of what's happening. And then maybe work on now I'm going to deliberately listen more and then communicate off the back of that because often people just want their own voice to be heard opposed to actually picking up off a conversation asking great questions based on what they've actually heard so yeah go and give that a go um again like you sharing this can really help others if you help one person then that's amazing isn't it so that's the goal and that's the aim go and watch those documentaries as well i really recommend them these people are doing amazing work out there they're going talking with people that are looking into the science of everything that are really trying to change the world and make some real progress with this so share it because you could help somebody just by doing that um, if you're interested in working with Shout and being a volunteer then reach out and have a look at their website as well um, because yeah we'd be absolutely over the moon to get more volunteers because it's a great service um, and I'm loving doing it and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon because I absolutely love it so um, I'm working my way up through the ranks as in time goes to get you know have more conversations helping people um, and really just be on a platform as much as I can throughout the week to help people and help you know service as well so whatever you do let i'm just gonna i'm not gonna do the old spiel actually where i say about my business and everything because this is just different and i want to put it out there so um look well, like i say normally reach out to me if you need anything at all and whatever you do go and take action and have an amazing week but most importantly today have a great day bye